the Tag Digital Squadcast. Hi there, you're listening to the seventh episode of the Squadcast, a podcast by Tag Digital that brings you the latest insights and developments from the world of event PPC marketing. I'm Jamie, part of the paid search team. And I'm Johnny, a member of the paid social team. And together we make up one of the many squads that work on the event PPC campaigns here at Tag. In today's episode, we're going to discuss video campaigns and how they are starting to play a more important part of our event's PPC campaign strategy. Now, Jamie, I thought it'd be good to kick off today's episode by running through a few quick facts on why video campaigns are important. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, We've gathered so many here, but I think we'll just touch on a few. Um, One of the most important ones, I would say, is that 81% of businesses actually use video as a marketing tool now. So that's that's actually up 63% uh, from last year, believe it or not. And um, a study has projected that by 2022, online videos will actually make up more than 82% of all consumer internet traffic. Um, So that's 15 times higher than it actually was in 2017. Yeah, that's insane. And that kind of lends itself to to my first fact, really, um, which is a Facebook executive predicted that their platform, so so Facebook, I think they were talking about, not particularly Instagram as well, um, will be all video and no text by 2021. So when you think about it, that's only next year. Um, and whilst we don't know that that's going to be the case, we are seeing... Um, videos on Facebook are trending that way. It's becoming more and more video focused. Um, Another fact is that viewers retain 95% of a message when they watch it in a video compared to just 10% when they're reading it in a text. Um, That was some research done by Insivia, I think they're called. Um, So that jump between uh, obviously just 10% when reading a text ad uh, or something like that and 95% of a message from a video, that's great as well. And my final fact really is that social video gets shared 1200% more than text and images combined. And that that's not just 1200% more than text or 1200% more than images, that's combined. And that was some research done by WordStream. Um, so it just shows that the engagement on social video, not just the, not just taking in the message, the engagement is significantly more than than other ad types as well yeah definitely um another one of my facts really kind of lends it nicely to what i want to talk about next but youtube is actually the second most popular website after google on the internet um and it's such a wide audience there obviously google own uh, youtube so that's it's a great partnership that we have with google ads and youtube so if we're not utilizing that then it really is a wasted opportunity um, and my final fact really is that 92% of users watching video on mobile will actually share it with others. So you're obviously paying for that opportunity to advertise your video ads, but there's also opportunity to, for that to be shared even further organically. Um, I think that's possible across social channels, isn't it, Johnny? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think the next thing I was going to say lends itself to, to your last fact on kind of mobile. So mobile video ad spend is expected to be around 72% of the total digital ad spend this year. 
um, and much of that will be on on social platforms, but also on YouTube as well. So 72%, I'm not exactly sure what the figures were uh, over the past couple of years, but it is growing exponentially, really. Um, and a final fact for me is on LinkedIn campaigns. So the video campaigns that we run on LinkedIn, um, they can have 50% view rates. Um, usually, if you've heard me speak about LinkedIn previously, um, I'm not that big on the on the platform, um, mainly in terms of cost. But the fact that you can get 50% view rates from your videos on the on the platform is really great to see. So what I thought would be good to talk about next, um, Johnny, is to go through each platform that we use predominantly. So from a paid search point of view, that would be YouTube from me uh, and obviously Facebook and Instagram for your side. Um, I thought it'd be good to kind of suggest how we use it here at TAG as a platform, uh, the different audience types that we use, why we actually use that channel, and then any kind of best practices um, that we could then suggest to everybody to use as a kind of a widespread t tactic. So um, first of all, how we use video here at TAG uh, from a YouTube perspective, we use it very similarly to how we would set up a display campaign. So um, we can use video campaigns within Google Ads to achieve numerous different goals for our clients. Um, so at TAG, we, we use it to, to generate new data mostly and build awareness. So the same exact same way we would use, for, use display. Um, but we'll also use it to remarket to users who have previously engaged with our client's brand in some way. So quite a straightforward but very powerful um, strategies to kind of, you can completely increase your your new data tenfold. It's really powerful the audiences that we have available. Moving on to audiences, the different audience types that we tend to use here at TAG for YouTube campaigns um, we have used uh, Google's predefined audiences that I mentioned last week um, a few times. We use in-market affinity and life event audiences on the odd occasion, but most commonly we would use a combination of both custom intent and remarketing-based audiences to either build new data, so that would be mostly custom intent, and remarketing obviously is just to, to re-engage with our previous audiences from the website. So... Using custom intent audiences on YouTube actually means that advertisers can reach valuable users who have recently searched for keywords on Google via via the search bar. So, for example, if a user searches for an interior design event on Google search, you can then reach that exact same user when they are just browsing on YouTube. Like just, it doesn't matter what they're actually watching on YouTube because they've actually searched for that keyword um, in the search bar in just a, a normal Google search, they're then entered into your qualified custom intent audience and you can um, you can engage with them even if they're watching a video on a cat playing the piano, for example. Um, there's, we've got a ton more information on this um, in a blog that we've just released on our website. Um, the title of the blog is Improve Your Event Marketing Strategies with Custom Intent Audiences on YouTube. Um, my colleague Karen has just finished uh, writing that and it's, it's a really, really insightful piece. So um, if you are interested in the power of custom intent across YouTube, uh, I really recommend you check it out because there's there's a ton of content in there that's really worthwhile. Moving on to why we actually use YouTube. So uh, I touched on this in the facts. Um, it's the second most viewed website on the internet um, behind Google. 
but YouTube actually has the most attentive and engaged audience and it's powered by Google's data and tools. So this can deliver proven results, really. That is why successfully capturing consumer attention starts with a well-planned video campaign. So breaking this down further, what you're actually doing is you're reaching an audience that have actively engaged their eyes and their ears and are listening and viewing intently. So this is a really great opportunity for you to get your message across to them. On top of this, you actually have access to Google's incredibly powerful audience insights and tools, meaning that you can narrow in on your target audience and show the ads to people who have that really high engagement level. And again, because YouTube is actually powered by Google, we have access to the full analytics coverage that, that Google offer, and you can therefore measure impact and results effectively. As I touched upon earlier, YouTube is actually proven to have the highest viewability and audibility on the web, so they actually have 95% in both of those categories. And therefore, if we're looking to tell a story to users, then a video campaign is definitely the best way to do so. So you really need to think about it this way. If an ad isn't seen and heard, it won't really have the opportunity to impact brand perceptions, build purchase intent, or ultimately drive action. In previous years, we've actually kind of pulled away from using YouTube as a platform because it wasn't actually really good at driving conversion, but it has actually improved significantly from a conversion point of view over the last couple of years. And we can actually see that it's the CPA has been lower than some of our competitive search campaigns and display campaigns that we've been running. So it's definitely improving. The Tag Digital Squadcast. So the next thing I wanted to touch upon on YouTube is the kind of ad types that we, we use here at Tag. Um, for the most part, we will use what's called an in-stream format. So this means that we're going to show ads to users whilst they are watching a YouTube video. Um, the main ad type that we would use here is TrueView for Action. Um, and that's your kind of five second skippable format. It's the most commonly used format, but it's what we find works the best. Um, with TrueView for Action ads, advertisers can actually include a strong call to action that will appear alongside their video ads on YouTube. So for us, this is commonly register for our visitor promotion campaigns or visprom campaigns or exhibit for our exhibitor campaigns or exprom campaigns so on mobile devices the ads actually appear below your video and remain there even after the video ad ends or is skipped but on uh, desktop devices it's just your kind of commonly seen five second skippable ad format that you see it, it just appears um for the first before your video that you're watching appears and you have the option to skip it. But because you've attached that call to action to your ad, um, it just we have, we've noticed a kind of increase in the actual performance and the CPAs coming down as a result of using these. Moving on to best practices for YouTube. In terms of length, I would say 10 to 30 seconds is, is probably your maximum, how, how much you want to go through. But we would say preferably 10 to 15 seconds is what we see performs best. You want to hook people in immediately, so get your key messaging across in that first five seconds. You don't want to get your messaging past that five seconds because they might have already skipped your ad. So you want to make them not want to skip your ad by drawing them in or hooking them in immediately. You also want to create a strong brand presence in the first five seconds so that people are aware of who your brand are before they even consider skipping it after five seconds. And lastly, you also want to show people what to do next. So make sure you have a very strong CTA or call to action um, appearing on your TrueView for Action ads. So like I said, if it's a Visprom campaign, you want it to be register now or register 
Um, and if it's an XPROM campaign, you, you want it to be either book a stand or exhibit or something like that. So the user knows exactly what this ad is trying to sell and what you, the action you want them to take is next when they come through onto your website. I think that's everything I wanted to cover in terms of YouTube campaigns. So I'm really interested to, to see how that looks a, from a kind of Facebook perspective. Yeah, definitely. So um, in terms of... I'll, I'll try and use the same structure as you did. So in terms of the, the strategies that we use, um, I would say that using video content as part of our Facebook, uh, Instagram, and LinkedIn as well campaigns, um, it's currently the most effective type of ad. Um, so social media has definitely become, over the past few years, more of a video platform. And we're really seeing that in our campaign results. So people really do seem to engage with video content a lot more than they used to. Uh, we see that from the metrics that we, that we do cover. Um, and also in the key facts that we read at the start of this episode, you can see that as well, that engagement really is much higher when using video. Um, we have a couple of different ways that we run video on the social platforms. So the first is to just add it into the campaigns as we would with images. So in, in the general campaigns, the main campaigns that we run, I'd say that this method is the most common way that we incorporate videos into campaigns. And it allows us to compare the performance um, of the videos to images using the same ad copy, landing page, uh, audience, things like that. Um, and then we can make adjustments from there just to, to push money towards certain certain ad types um, or to, to pause the ad types that aren't performing that well. Uh, and what we'd usually see there is that video would outperform the images. Another way that we can use video on Facebook and on Instagram as well is by using a video views campaign. So this is where our objective is users watching a video and that's it. So the objective isn't a conversion of any type. The conversion would be people watching the video. These are great for awareness and they usually end up being quite cost effective as well. And they also have an added benefit really of helping to build audiences that we can use in the future. So if we set up a video views campaign um, and we get 2,000 video views um, of, of a certain videos or 2,000 people watching 50% of the video, um, we can then set up a remarketing audience based on the length of time that they've watched the video and they can then be used in the in the general campaign. So if we were running a VizProm campaign, we can run an initial awareness video, 2,000 people watch 50% of it and we can go in, set up a remarketing audience for that and then we know that we're marketing to people as part of the main campaigns who are already aware of the, of the event. In terms of audiences that we target with our videos, these are usually identical to the main campaign audiences. So um, it'd be your, your usual bottom of the funnel stuff would be your remarketing, uh, middle of the funnel lookalike audiences, and then top of the funnel would be the core audiences. So interests, demographics, uh, job titles, that kind of thing. It is really important to remember that the video's content should match up with the campaign objective. So if we are running a VizProm campaign, for example, we need to make sure that the content is highlighting the reasons that people should attend the event. Um, the same goes for XPROM. If we're running an XPROM campaign, 
it needs to highlight the the real advantages of having your brand at the event and showcasing products and services to x number of attendees so then moving on to why we should use facebook video um as i mentioned a second ago facebook has in many ways become a kind of video service similar sometimes to youtube um, in that many people use their social platforms primarily for video content and everything else is secondary so as a reminder facebook has 2.6 billion monthly active users and that's I think more than a quarter of the world's population, which is insane. Uh, it's an absolutely massive audience pool to try and capture, and it does highlight the scalability of advertising on the platform full stop, not just video. Um, but it really does highlight how, how far our videos can travel in terms of engagement and viewership on Facebook. So there was some Adespresso research uh, fairly recently, I think, that found that Facebook users watch close to 3 billion hours of video every day, which is absolutely insane. And what that also includes is over 16 minutes of video ads every month. Uh, and that is per individual. So that's um, a lot of ads that people are consuming on the platform. What we also know is that users want more video content. So a HubSpot study found recently that 54% of people wanted to see more video content from a brand or business that they support. And those people as well are also 85% more likely to purchase after viewing a product video. So 85%, that is absolutely huge. So the more videos that we're showing to potential attendees, potential exhibitors, potential sponsors, um, the more likely they are to convert, register, buy a pass, uh, that kind of thing. HubSpot research also found that video ads get an average of 20% more clicks than your average static image ad. So this all highlights the importance of incorporating video into the campaigns that we are running across Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Now, as well as the video ads that we'd run as a part of our regular campaigns, it's also important that we incorporate stories ads, and um, particularly at the moment over the last, I'd say, 12 to 18 months, um, they've become really, really powerful. So these ads should be in a vertical aspect ratio, and that means that they fill the entire mobile device screen and just take up more real estate. We can run stories ads on Facebook stories, messenger stories and of course the the key one for us is instagram stories now instagram stories are the most powerful of these placements so facebook did some of their own research and found that of the 500 million accounts that are using instagram stories one third of the most viewed stories come from businesses another great piece of research that facebook themselves conducted was that they found that one in five stories get a direct message from its viewers now that's a really impressive response rate and I know that if we got that response rate elsewhere um, we'd, be, we'd be really, really happy with it. So to see that one in five stories get a direct message, that's really positive. Uh, finally on kind of the social side of video uh, is the best practices. So they're very, very similar to what we'd advise for YouTube um, just with a few little additions. So our recommended length of a video is the same. So that would be between 10 and 30 seconds, but preferably between 10 and 15 seconds. 
You should also keep your key messaging within the first few seconds of the ad as well. I know that Jamie said uh, the first five seconds. Facebook just say the first few, so I'd advise it in the first two or three seconds. That means that even if the ad does get skipped, your brand and your key message will have still been displayed. You should also ensure that people can watch your video ads with or without sound. So if there's somebody speaking or if you've got an interview with a past exhibitor or something like that, I know them videos are popular and they do perform well. Um, make sure that you do have captions or subtitles for that speech. Finally, as I said previously, make sure that you align the content of the ad to the audience and the objective that you have or the other way around. So make sure that you align the audience and the objective to the content that you've already created. The Tag Digital Squadcast. So since we're on the topic of video, I thought it would be worth mentioning the new video production service that we've actually rolled out here at Tag. Often our clients are in need of more video content or they have outdated post-show videos. We want to change that. So Tag Digital are rolling out a new video offering, which creates you a teaser video for your upcoming show. This will allow you to excite the audience, ensure you're ready with the best format for each ad network, and it also means you can utilise video advertising, which we've just told you about. It's cheap and effective media. Yeah, definitely. It's a really, really good service. Um, so I'll just run through a few kind of bullet points almost on the service. Um, and if you do need any more information about it, then you can get in touch with me or Jamie um, on our emails, which we'll read out at the end of the episode. But with regards to the video service, it is a really quick and easy process. So once the video has been briefed in, um, it's briefed in in a very similar way to our to, to any campaign. Um, it is a very quick and easy process. So over the space of a couple of weeks, we'd then have the video ready. There are three different video product types to choose from. So there is something to try and match with every budget. Um, and it doesn't matter whether you've got existing videos or existing images or nothing altogether. There's something for everybody as part of this service. Um, the videos are produced specifically for social media and for YouTube. So that means that the best practice is implemented. There's nothing really to worry about in terms of the videos not being suitable for that purpose. This is the primary purpose. And then they can then be used for organic uh, activities later down the line if you, if you do want to. So you do get four video resolutions as part of the uh, package, the video package that you select. Um, and they cover all kind of formats and placements that you might want to use. So you've got YouTube covered, you've got your social media covered, and you do also have your stories covered so your instagram facebook and messenger stories you do have that vertical ad type ready to ready to use so i think that brings us nicely to the end of this week's installment of the squadcast hopefully you've enjoyed this quick dive into the world of video ads and campaigns i'd say that video is definitely something that you should always consider when planning your digital campaigns going forward as it continuously is a continuously growing and adapting as an ad format and has achieved some really strong results for us so far. If you're looking for more events PPC Insight, then check out our other episodes, which are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Tag Digital website. What do you fancy covering next week, Johnny? 
yeah, so next week I thought that we could break down our main reporting KPIs and then discuss which metrics are the most important to kind of focus on when running an events PPC campaign. Yeah, that sounds great. If you want to suggest a topic or if you have any questions about anything that Johnny or I have discussed this week, then feel free to drop us an email on either jamie at tagdigital.co.uk or johnny at tagdigital.co.uk or alternatively, you can get in touch via our website at tagdigital.co.uk. Thanks for listening.